Hi guys. It's here. Today, it's here. <laughs> we we welcome to Winging It the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea and I'm Sally. And today, uh, we've it's the long awaited day that we are talking about season 5, episode 17, The Supremes. That's right, people. We're not talking about girl groups in the 50s or special tacos from Taco Bell. We're talking about the Supreme Court justices. I feel like you've been talking about this episode since we started season five. True or false? I do too. Probably true. Because it is. it just sticks out so much. I think not just for me. I think for a lot of people, when you talk about season five, it's like, well, uh, season five, but the Supremes... And I think mm-hmm. there are other good episodes in season five, but I do think this is this is a standout for me. Uh, it's it's definitely my favorite of this season. Indeed, so it I'm is excited. supremely good. It's so yep. good. Uh, okay, uh, let's uh, let's sing by all means. Yes. <sighs> da, 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 da. That was fantastic. We're so excited. We haven't rewritten our lyrics for the theme song yet, but that does need to happen at some point. Yeah, maybe. For sure. Okay. Let's do a quick TikTok. Also, I'm going to, I just found out I'm going to be at a festival, working a festival the same day that Kesh is there. So let's do a TikTok from the clock. TikTok. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay. TikTok. I could. Yeah, I could probably tell you what happens Do because it. there's Let's, not that yeah, much that happens. <laughs> so Justice Owen Brady died. We that happened in the previous episode. So this is uh an episode where we're trying to fulfill or we're trying to fill a seat on the Supreme Court, which we've seen before in other episodes with Mendoza and, and such. And aside from that, uh we have the storyline of the Codel de Gaza that was set up. That's that's coming up soon. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, they're just meeting with potential candidates. And right. then that's all. So that's why I'm able to do the TikTok <laughs> on this one. <laughs> You're welcome. I see. I see what's going on here. Strategically uh, picked. Yeah, that's all that happens. I don't even know where to start with this episode. Except that I think the reason it stands out so much is because it really, to me, is just the perfect West Wing is. episode. I mean, it is, it's funny. There are moments, there were yes. several moments where I laughed out loud. And it's, they and brought it's the funny. effortlessly yes. funny again. Like, it's not, yes. there was definitely, there were definitely parts of season five that felt like they were like, Contrived. well, we need a few more laughs in this scene <laughs> or something, yeah. you know? And yep. this felt a lot more um felt a lot more organic it felt a lot realer it felt it fit better with all of the characters and i just i there are so many good lines and but oh my at gosh, the same time yes. we're dealing with something that is dramatic and is hefty and is a big deal and there are a lot, there's a lot at stake but and it's also like it's also such a like a political dream world Obviously, in this episode, yeah, it's all it is. about <clears throat> you know the two because we're talking about two extreme Supreme Justice candidates, um, who who <laughs> in real life might not like all of this 
I, I don't know if it, any of it is even a little bit realistic, but it's very much the idealized version of politics that Aaron Sorkin was so good at in the sense of like, well, we disagree totally, but like, I love a good debate and like, let's just like talk right. through things and like all that kind of stuff. So I think those are all the things that just make the West Wing the West Wing. And I think it was, it, this episode is firing on all cylinders on all of those counts. Oh, I agree. This definitely <laughs> needs to go in our, if it's possible to make a top 10 list of like favorite West yeah. Wing episodes, I would definitely. I think, yeah. I mean, I could do like different top 10 lists, like quintessential yeah. West Wing episodes. This would be one of them. Yeah. This would be a great I mean, one to show to potential watchers. I agree. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think it would spoil too much either. It's not no, like it pretty you... much stands alone. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's, uh, it, it just, everything works. It's like when you have the perfect ensemble, the bag, the shoes, the belt, yep. it's just, it all goes together. Yep. Let's, let's not go a minute longer without talking about Glenn Close. Yes. I mean, what is there, what is there to say other than what Josh says, the, the famous Josh notable quotable? I love her. I love her mind. I love her shoes. I I also love her and her mind, and I love her shoes. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, Josh, what else is there to say? She was, she was wonderful, and even even that line is one of my favorites. And he had, well, they had a lot. Of, he had a lot of good lines, just talking about like how much he loved her and like how this was a person. But like the look on his face so often yes. when he was looking at her was like exactly how I felt. It was like this is he it. was this so. Is- he was so turned on intellectually by her. Like, his yeah. whole being was, like, kind of... His whole energy was very ecstatic. And it was yeah, so he fun found to the watch. Holy grail. I mean, he was just, like... I Yeah, I thought... So, I thought his... <laughs> I thought his facial expressions... There are a few other moments we can talk about, too. But <laughs> just his reactions to her and to other things in this episode were so great. She was, she was oh. phenomenal. She was so great. What else can you say about her? I mean... She just owned, like, the very first scene that she was in when she's talking to Josh and Toby, and they're t- she's sort of like, let's just talk about the weather. Like, I know what I'm doing here. I get it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's okay. Like, let's just, like, we don't need to beat around the bush. You don't need to pretend to be doing something. So, yeah, I just loved her. And, and the way she said all that without being, like, sass, without being, she wasn't being rude. She was just being upfront. She's being and, real. Yeah. yeah. And... I just thought that her delivery of things was so great, and I thought, not to skip ahead too much, but the end, oh man, when she signs Ooh. the autograph, the look on her for face. To- for Toby's daughter. Yeah, yeah. She signs the 14th Amendment for Toby's daughter, and just like while she's watching Ashlyn's press conference, and she, the way she's watching him, uh, everything about it was perfect. Yeah, the way she's watching him is kind of the look that Charlie had in his first episode where she's yeah. kind of in awe and, and it's overwhelmed. Kind of, it's kind of the look Josh had looking at her. <laughs> so Yeah, it's just a love fest in this yeah. episode, really. Except yeah. for for the other guy, for Christopher Mulreavy. Yeah. <laughs> but even that's funny because... Even that, but even that sort of turns into a love fest. <laughs> it does. The, so the cat should, and dog, should, like, like they're perfect groundwork not i'm sure that most people would remember this but so the thing is they're interviewing glenn close's character um who is a Evelyn Baker Lang. Lang. yeah mm-hmm. and um <laughs> they're interviewing her just as sort of just for show sort of just as a 
something they need to do. They're trying to do it to sort of get, well, both sides fired up a little bit. Um, so they start talking to her. Because they think Josh, they can't confirm her. Right, right. They, from the beginning, they're like, we can never confirm her, but it'll get the, it'll get the conservatives sort of on the, the level of like, what are you doing? You can't be doing that. And so then when they bring in their desired candidate, they would look much tamer compared to Lang. Uh, it's so, so that's brilliant. Just a, a strategy thing. And Josh ends up just being in love with her. So Josh <laughs> tries to work out a deal. He, he is thinking of her as the next Ashland, which, you know, we remember from earlier in the show about mm. that Ashland said, you know, even on my, and they, oh, and they played it in the recap too. Even on my worst day, I'm better than whoever you could get to replace me. And right. so Josh gets the idea, which I From love Donna. how he gets the idea. Yeah, we can, we can talk yes. about that. But Josh gets the idea to to get Ashlyn to resign and let Lang take his place. And then so they could keep a strong liberal presence on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time could replace Brady's seat with a strong conservative presence instead of just two people down the middle uh yeah so a double that's switcheroo. yeah so that's the whole setup of the episode um and it's sort of one of those things where the whole episode is just different people at first it's josh being like can we do this i feel like we could do this like in his head mm-hmm. and then he kind of get brings toby on board and toby's like now, if we do this, and then Toby's on right. board, and they take it to the president, and the president's like, oh, I don't know. And then by the end, obviously, everyone is on board, and it does happen. Uh, so it's just a fun storyline. Yeah, it's a fun progression. It's yeah. such Intellectually, it's so stimulating. Just the idea of it and the process mm-hmm. of it, I, I just think it's great. And the, um, and I love the when- execution of it. Having the – they have – um, Lang and Mulready run into each other in the Roosevelt mm-hmm. room, and that is so fun. They start debating. That's like when they see the spark, and they're kind of like, "Yeah, we have to do this." So it was all good. And even the actor who played Mulready, I don't know how to say his last name properly. William, is it Fichter? Fichtner? 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 Yeah, I don't know. Fichtner. But he's he's great as well. So he's they really. Great. They they hold their own with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, jo- <laughs> the Josh well, and Donna thing. I'll say this. The, yeah, we'll talk... Josh and Donna, which we haven't had in so long. Jeez yeah. Louise. Long overdue. Uh, we also have Ryan playing a pretty integral role, role in getting this done. Yeah. Which is surprising and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun because it finally felt like the payoff. I mean, we've been talking about his powerful uncle and like this is why he's here and blah 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 and like that's kind of been weaved in and out through a lot of episodes so it was fun to like have that come together in a big way it was cool mm-hmm. yeah and okay so we get the donna this the, the the idea behind this whole strategy comes from good old donna moss who's talking about her parents and their cats apparently the moss family there are cat people but this is just another example in a long line of examples where, like, a random conversation with Donna turns into a major change yeah. <laughs> in the country. Yeah. Like, if you just think of all the other times. I can't even make a list, but. Yeah. 
Uh, also, we need to add those cookies to our potluck, along with the corned beef sandwiches that those Leo cookies was are my go-to holding as a carrot. Cookies, so good, right? They're so good, and they're what, so. What easy. are they called? She called them like brown-eyed Susans or black-eyed Susans or something. I've never called them that. I just call them peanut butter cookies. But those just, cookies are like crack. They're like crack, and they are. It's a cup of sugar, a cup of peanut butter, and an egg. That is literally really? it. Yeah. Oh, I've, that's dangerous knowledge for me to have. Yeah. And so it's like the easiest thing to remember. It's the best thing to bring to parties. Oh, anyway, I'll definitely be bringing that to our potluck. If if we meet with Aaron Sorkin, I know this is post Sorkin, so he wouldn't get it. So I guess we shouldn't bring it to him. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> if we ever get to uh, interview, um, I think we should bring Bartlett's Ryan for that. Um. Yeah. Let's just bring all the all the cookies. But- also, Josh gets drunk. And apparently, yes. if you just want to have a really funny episode, like, you can't go wrong. Like, Toby drunk on a plane was hilarious. Yeah. Josh true. drunk. True. Even Josh hungover, also funny. Yeah. But, and then CJ gets a little tipsy, too, so. Yes, and they were singing American Pie. That was the best. Yeah. But Josh, Josh, there was, so let's, let's talk about the funny, because they really did bring the funny back in this episode. They I did. Thought. I mean, I was laughing out loud at multiple points. Both of, both of the drunk, drunken episodes were great when Josh walks into the And Josh's office. drunk was really good. Yeah. I mean, you know, because, some people don't do drunk very well. Right, right, Bradley right, right. Whitford apparently can. <laughs> yeah, so Josh... <laughs> And Josh tells CJ not to try to keep up, which is what Ryan had told Josh. He was like, you're way out of your league. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Josh is hilarious. CJ then singing American Pie, also hilarious. But my favorite (laughs) payoff of that is when um, Mulready and Lang are arguing and Toby is in there with them. Or they're talking and Toby's in there with them. <laughs> and Josh is in the background waving his arms. Wildly. Yeah, and she's yes. like, Josh Lyman is gesticulating wildly. Um, I think I'm gonna figure out a way to get that on a t-shirt. So if you guys oh could gosh. let me know, yes. who's interested, and just a shirt, I'm, it's just gonna say Josh Lyman is gesticulating wildly. Maybe oh, I can put an uh, outline of like two. his arms waving or something. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep you guys posted on that. But yeah, that was pre-order. just and to have Glenn Close deliver such a line, like it was just yeah. and like Bradley Whitford's acting of it was like oh, what gosh. was so funny is that Toby had his back to him and Josh yeah. is like Josh it's a, is it's like, like a Neil Simon play. Yeah, he's like looking at them like you can't see me, you can't see me, and he's like waving his arms. <laughs> it's the best. Oh. oh mercy. I digress on yeah. that, but it was the best. So it really, it truly was. Yeah, there were there, so many funny lines. Yeah, I, it's, Debbie it's impossible had, to. Debbie had so much funny stuff in this episode. She squirts Josh in the face with the water. Bottle. Yeah, I love it. And when uh, she's talking about like she, CJ's trying to get the president to wrap up, and and she's like, "Well, I did the secret wrap it up thing. The deputy of the NSA wants to talk to you about Japan, and he said you've been there. You talked to him." So that was all. Her delivering lines is funny lines is great too. Everything was just delivered so effortlessly, and it was yeah. So, none of it felt forced. Super it dry. Felt, yeah, it felt like the old West Wing. It was slipped in, and it wasn't like, "Hey, look at this joke over here," <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It was and like a dry way. Chardonnay. Yeah, and that's oh yeah, and there's I keep reading all of my all of my like laughable lines, but. 
when Josh is hiding in CJ's office. Yeah. And he first when he comes in, she's like, uh, you want Josh? And or Carol outside was like, You want Josh? And CJ says, Lord knows I do. And he comes in and then he's <laughs> hiding. And CJ like obviously thinks that's hilarious because Toby's about to come in too. And he calls her a faithless wench. It was just all yes. it was just all perfect. And then yeah, Toby's reaction when they finally say Christopher Mulready, and it looks like he's going to have a conniption. Like, he's just, <laughs> he likes going to blow a gasket, Toby. Yeah. I I love that it's, because we've seen Toby mad so many times. Like, yeah. that is familiar. But he was, like, mad, but, like, so, he, he was not shocked, but it's it's hard to, like, put a, a, a finger like, on. Like, shell kind of, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dismayed. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. So everybody had such, like, such great material to work with. I mean, this yeah, is a, a like, brilliant Literally everyone episode. did. CJ had funny moments. Toby had funny moments. Charlie Even Bartlett. had funny moments. Charlie was only in there for, like, 30 seconds, and he... Mm-hmm. I don't remember who he was yeah, talking was to, Josh or Toby, when he was like, really? You want to explain this? <laughs> That was mm-hmm. good. Donna, and she was like, oh, my God, you're putting my mother's cats on the Supreme Court. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Yes. Debbie, of course, President Bartlett, everybody brought the funny, and it was yes. so – it almost I, – I feel like I've just been going on and on about it, but the funny is so <laughs> integral to the West Wing, and it feels mm-hmm. like it's been missing for a long time, and I guess I – I knew it was missing, but I didn't realize how much until this episode. It feels like a warm you... hug. Like, it feels like everyone's back. <laughs> oh, that was so sweet, Sally. <laughs> Do you, like, I wonder if people, some people describe The West Wing as, like, a, as a drama primarily. How many of you, show of hands, not unless you're driving, don't show your hands, but tweet at us or, or hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Unless like, do you describe it as a drama or a dramedy? Or I describe it as a drama comedy. Dra- I mean, and that's the thing. Like, drama doesn't mean that there's not comedy. But there right. are definitely episodes that are much more comedic. And yes. it's important. And this yeah. is, like, a brilliantly done comedic yeah. but substantive I episode. I Because I think of it as uh, drama because I, it's not even really, like, half and half, you know? I mean, it's it's drama with a good bit of comedy sprinkled in. Sometimes. So, that's how I Yeah. The, the comedy is just the cherry on top. But, like, you need the cherry on top <laughs> for it to be the West Wing Sunday. Mm, so, the West Wing Sunday definitely <laughs> needs to have the comedy cherry on top. <laughs> oh, there's um, for our potluck. Um, oh, there's so, there so many funny lines. I have the I love her, I love her mind, I love her shoes that we already talked about. I'm voting like, I'm voting for what's his name? That one we didn't mention. Oh, I didn't what do you what do you mean? That's the it's where um uh President Bartlett says, I'm voting for what's his name, married to Abby Bartlett. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that was funny. Uh, he was talking about the women and voting for the women and oh yeah, because because Lang had an abortion, and that was... I thought yes. that was a, a really interesting thing to throw in to the storyline. Mm-hmm. And I thought Bartlett's reaction to it, because you have yes. the staff's reaction to it that was like, well, that's it. Like, that's, you know, like, she won't pass. It'll be such a nightmare, blah, blah, blah. And then Bartlett's reaction mm-hmm. to it was so interesting, because he was like, what, are we, are we like, are we gonna 
toss out other people for legal activities. Like, this is what, right. you know, he's talking about the 27, 27 million women. And I thought it was, mm-hmm. yeah. So I thought that was, uh, uh it was a, a thing we used to talk about all the time about the West Wing being so good at personalizing things. And mm-hmm. I think that's a great example. Again, perfect West Wing. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I, we also get, uh, oh, and apparently Donna's family's cats were Shadrach and Meshach, which I thought was hilariously <laughs> random. Yeah. Um, and, okay, thing, other just notable moments. Uh, Ryan, first of all, Ryan sent flowers to the living and breathing Chief Justice. That is quite possibly the worst mistake an intern can make at the at the White House, other than... Uh everything else that he does wrong laughing just then because i was laughing so hard i was laughing silently but that is the best <laughs> that's maybe my favorite funny moment of the whole thing because it's like because that's a that's so real like that's a task that that they probably would assign to an intern but that they don't realize has huge implications if you get it wrong yeah. that was well, hilarious and then to have a scene where we go to ashland's office and see the flowers and he makes a joke about you know he says oh we love the flowers I thought that was just mm-hmm. brilliant. I thought that was so funny. Did not like Ryan when he said, "We, I'm not good with details. We should leave the detail work to Donna. And I mean, in as much that it set up Josh saying that Donna's invaluable. Yeah. But seriously, I felt like I just no, Ryan. Just, well, just like, once again, stop talking. <laughs> yeah. It was just a reminder of like, you're an idiot because like, not only was it insulting to Donna, but why would you ever, ever, ever tell your your boss? I'm not that good that at you're details. Not good with details. Maybe I sh- maybe yeah. I shouldn't be in charge of remembering anything. Things just seep out of my brain. Like, mm. yeah. Oh man, so cavalier. Yeah. Although we do find out in his, in the meeting with his uh, uncle that he had been rallying, you know, trying to get into the White House for two years. So yeah. at least we were able to get that backstory. Like, oh no, he really does care. He just yeah, has this really his cavalier attitude. Said, said something about him being like a, a go-getter. I can't remember the words he used exactly. He said something about have somebody taste your food first, but essentially saying... Yeah, that, like he wants his job. Yeah, and and <laughs> Josh was like, really? Ryan? Yeah, so we kind of respect him a little bit more. Yeah. I didn't realize how many... I mean, it's been a while since I've done a proper rewatch well i guess i don't really go in order we all know this but i didn't realize how many episodes ryan was in and how many episodes rena was in yeah it's a it's a lot more than i remembered on it's a lot more than i remember like every time i feel like like when Mm -hmm. they first come in i'm like oh ryan oh rena i like forgot and then it's like oh wait you're like you're around a lot (laughs) yeah no no will bailey in this episode but we did get uh andy yeah, so, we did. Oh boy! Apparently, Toby has not about... been the model father. Yeah, I don't feel good about that. I mean, no, it's not a good feeling. It's um, like a feeling. I mean, he I... doesn't like jive with what we just found out. I mean, like, like the way he reacted to becoming a dad. That was yeah, so fun and like so. It was such a fun different side Baby of Toby to pets. see, and. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, that's. But that's, I think yeah. I think they need a conflict because they always have to have conflict for those two. 
Yeah, and that's true. because we haven't seen the babies, yeah. it's easy for us to imagine, mm, like, oh, yeah. I mean, what would they do? Have, like, Toby going to Kids R Us or yeah. doing anything with children? Just, that would like, be funny. talking about them. But it also, yeah, I, guess. I mean, I do buy it in the sense that do any of our staff members have functional outside relationships? No. No. So. I mean, CJ's. CJ's giggling about emails with someone. Are we are we to assume it's Ben? Maybe I guess. I guess. So. I'm glad they didn't mention him by name. I do. <laughs> oh, quite honestly. Um, here's a fun fact that I read. Apparently, so we hear music in Debbie's office early on, which I thought was surprising because I've never heard that before. But then they yeah. use it in the second time. To cover up the yelling when they're yes. when President Bartlett's yelling about Mulready. So I liked that they made it continuity for that. Yeah. But apparently the music that they play, that she plays to drown him out, is the soundtrack to Dangerous Liaisons, which is featuring Glenn Close. So I don't know if that was huh. uh, on purpose or not. But if it's not, that's pretty uncanny. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Glenn okay. Close has a very interesting film and TV career. I would love to talk to her. Remember when she was in Hook? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. She just, yeah, she does have she an just, interesting career. I'm just scrolling through She it just pops up all over the place. Yeah. William Fitchner is in, was in a few, a handful of episodes of Mom lately with um, Allison Really? Jean. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's he's great. Um, yep. I can't, who's the guy who plays Pierce? I remember him from Liar Liar. Yeah, he's the boss in Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. Wow. So we've um, got an all-star cast per Mitchell usual. Ryan. Mitchell Ryan, indeed. And Milo O'Shea, um, or Milo? I never know if it's Milo. Milo O'Shea, who plays Ashland, um, this was his last acting appearance. <gasps> That's right. That's oh, not a fun heavens. Fact, but... Yeah. <laughs> Related to our fun facts are really sad facts. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he still lived another like ten years, I think. But this was his last acting. His film, last so. IMDb. What a yeah, way to go out, absolutely. though. You know, like the best, one of the best episodes of. True, <laughs> indeed. So. Well, we also have, um, like I said, it sets up the storyline about the Codel to the Middle East to Gaza. I, I know I saw a couple tweets, at least one from Mel, about the fact that we're getting so close to Gaza. Next yes. week is um, Access. Oh. So, to be totally honest, be, I don't be... hate Access as much as everybody else does. So, Really? Why yeah. don't you hate it? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I think I'm glad they did that instead of doing a musical episode. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I think Was, were kinda, those the only two options? I think once you get into the fifth season of something, I think it was I think it was bound to happen that they would try something totally like just totally different. Um and I think I don't know. We'll talk I think we should talk about it. Oh man, I was kinda hoping we would not have to talk about it. But I guess we can. It's yeah. fine. Cool. Okay. Do you uh, do you have anything else we need to cover? Do you have an MVP? What we got? Oh, I have so many MVPs. I think that Lang and Mulready are both my MVPs because, in an ideal world, they would be like that. Um, but yeah. I think that Josh is probably my MVP. 
yeah. for being I, the brainchild behind it all. And just the drunken scenes enough yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, I'll say I'll say Glenn Close, just you know, yeah, that's to fair. balance it out. Glenn I Close love, and and Bradley Whitford. I did, yeah, Bradley Whitford. I wanted to give a shout out to. Um, we talked about Josh's facial expressions and the scene where. Toby comes in to Josh's office. It's right after they were in CJ's office. He comes in and he's like, if we're going to do this. And the look Mm -hmm. on Josh's face, Bradley Whitford just does it perfectly. I mean, he looks like an excited school kid and it's Christmas morning. But then at the same time, Mm. he looks a little bit reserved. He's like, are we? Are we going to do it? Are we? Are you being for Mm. real? Like (laughs) the look on his face is just perfect. And that scene is perfect. And I love this episode. And now I'm done. Oh man, we are get, we are getting to the end of season five. Wow, that's crazy. Couple, I know, only a couple episodes to go. If you guys have, I mean, surely you have feelings about these yeah. things. And if you want to gush about them, we are here to receive them. That's what we are here for. You can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us, Instagram, Facebook. We're at Pod And... We'll talk about another episode next week. Probably access. <laughs> Not sure. And, uh, yeah. Go out and enjoy your day, folks. Bye, guys. We'll talk, talk to you later. Bye.